Hey, Buka. Merry Christmas. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Yeah. I called my mom. I let her have it. Because <laughs> she treated me to Chipotle last night. And she's, she went without me. So she was like, you want everything I want of mine? Here I go. Yeah, you know, no matter. Go ahead. You know, being, your business don't being treated. Go ahead. You know, whatever you put on yours, you know, put on mine. Oh, my God. It's some kind of hot sauce. Whatever that was, it should have get extra of it. Oh, man, I'm paying for it this morning. Yeah. I just want to lay down. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas in the bed <laughs> or in the bathroom. God, maybe I need your help. <laughs> I want, I call her and said, don't you ever, ever give me nothing like that again. For real, though. They should take, they should ban that from that place. Or sign a paper or wait for something. God darn, I never gave y'all permission to give me something like that. Oh, man, God darn, yo. Sweetie, it's not pretty over here. No. My son's still asleep. <laughs> oh, thank God. I don't feel like I ain't doing no gingerbread house right now. I'm probably gonna die. This one lay here till this stuff pass over. <laughs> God. Yes, sweetie. <laughs> I like spicy, but not like that. No, because you pay for it later. I'm bad for it. Sweetie, I need I need you. <laughs> You're like, what can I do? Just look at me. <laughs> I need you. Yeah, that was too spicy. Yeah. I can't do that. No. And in the bed. And I'm in the bed. Yeah. God. Oh, God. I don't even want to move my lower body. No. <laughs> yeah, it's on a standstill immediately. Yeah, sweetie. <laughs> need you. <laughs> I need you. Yeah. Uh, do they have something for that to help with that? <clears throat> no. Just gotta let it be. My God. Something like that. Well, Merry Christmas to you too. You know? God darn. That's what's going on on my end. <clears throat> Don't even say end. Oh God. My end is standing still. I'm not moving out this bed. I'm not even getting up. I'm not bending. I'm not sitting. None of that. No. No. I don't feel like doing anything. I got to get myself out of this bed, though. Yeah, eventually, when my son get out, he's not up yet. Thank God for his mercy. You know, good luck. He's lying down, DJ. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. This is my last Christmas without you with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I love you. What do you have planned for today? Are you going over a friend's house? Family house? You gonna chill at home? She just don't eat nothing like I did. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <clears throat> do you even eat spicy? You probably used to. Oh god. Mm-mm. I don't know what that red sauce was. I need to go pay them a visit. Don't 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 give me nothing like that. Don't you sell this, y'all. Come on, go ahead, take that out. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get that off the station, man. For real though. Got time for that. Paying for it the next day like that. God. 
No. Yeah. Oh, my sweetie. I need you to guide. Yeah. I love you. I'm not going to be long. No. I'm sleepy too. Yeah. It's like I'm just very sleepy. I've been getting calls, you know, all types of time of the night. And, you know, being available, I'm not complaining, never. But sometimes I'm like, some people can be a little more reasonable. You know, it's not like a, an emergency. So just calling just to talk, to vent, and do something in the morning. And when I get up, I'm up. So I've been up since 2 something this morning, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Oh, God. I got to get up and I got to just do something. I got to do something. I don't even want to move. No. That was too spicy for me. And I like spice. That was way too much. I should have signed a waiver or something. I mean, they should have gave me a waiver to sign it. I looked at it and I would have known. I don't even want that if I got to sign something. Yeah, I don't know if that was a Carolina Reaper or something. Them. I'm trying to say ghost peppers in them jumps. I don't know. It sure darn feel like it, man. Yeah. Yep. I need you. Mm -hmm. Help me. <laughs> yeah, help me. Mm-hmm. Sweetie, Buka. It's Christmas, Buka. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, I'm sitting here. Man, my stomach is going full. I can't do this today. No, not today, yo. Not today. Not any day. I don't feel like, no. God. She said, she said, you said put everything I get in. That's what I should just say. What do you get in yours? You know what I'm saying? I ain't need asset because I was being, you know, so grateful that, you know, you treated me. So go ahead. Whatever you get, no lesson learned. Don't ever say that again. No, because you don't know what people get, what they put, you know, what they like. God. Stomach is bubbling, sweetie. Yeah, I need you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, it's meaning my stomach. <laughs> oh, God. Spend my Christmas in the bathroom. That's where I'm going to be. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, God. Mm -mm -mm. I love you. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. I miss you. Let me say this to you, my love. You wear whatever you want to wear. I want you to be you. I'm okay. I thank you for making adjustments to help me feel comfortable. But guess what? I'm coming up high in that area. You wear whatever you want to wear. Okay? Except for the white ones, though. You can wear whatever pants you want, but just please, not the white ones. Yeah, they see-through. Unless I, I mean, maybe I'm just able to see. No, they see through. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. But the other ones you can wear. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not like that. You know what you're doing. You're okay. I don't want you. I mean, you're going through enough persecution as it is. You know? And, uh, you know, 
I had to, God had to have me fall back again on Facebook. Yeah. I got a message. Mm -hmm. Hey, Q, I miss you. You have a call coming in. You have a call coming in. Hey, Q, I miss you. You know, I miss your fire. You have a word. You have a word for me, and and God was telling me, you know, fall back. Message to be nice, but and I was asked, you know, to come over and soak some more, you know, whenever I want to. And God was like, nope, mm mm, don't go back. At least right now, mm mm. Because there's a negative motive. God said, I said, okay. Mm -mm. God said, I don't want anyone to look at you and think that you are, you know, a hidden friend. And I, and I noticed that was happening. Like, behind the scene, you want to talk to me and hang out. But around certain people, your friends, you act like you don't even know me. And I wasn't moved by it. But God was like, no, you're not going through that. I'm not going to have you go through that. No. If a person wants to be your friend, they're going to be your friend. I know you helping. I know you love. But no, we, God was like, that's not, that's not happening. No. No. So politely turn down the offer by saying thank you. Just say thank you. You know, okay, thank you for the invitation. But God was like, no, don't go. No. Because you're not going to come and ask me a thousand questions. 21 questions. We're not doing that. And then get around other people I'm like, you don't even know me. Don't even want to say hi. But then want to inbox me and ask me to give you a word. Yeah, next, the word is next time don't do that. You understand? I think God be walking love. You understand? But at the same time, you be wise. You know, use common sense. I thank God for that. And God was like, don't comment on anything else. Don't, don't say anything. You know, I mean, be polite if they, you know, ask a question or be, you know, something like that. Other than that, no. Pull away. I'm pulling you away. Because I'm not going to have anyone, you know, have a negative motive towards my daughter. Not going to happen. Hallelujah. I said to myself, I said, you've been through enough persecution as it is. I'm not going to sit here and have you feel like you can't wear what you want to wear? You wear what you want to wear, my love. Yeah, I'm not going to add on to you feeling like you got to do other things, too. On top of, you know, persevering. No. You wear what you want to wear. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what you wear, I'm going to still feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hear my stomach? Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Angels, can y'all help? <laughs> oh, God. Everybody lay hands on my... Sweetie, lay hands on my stomach spiritually. Yeah. I'm bubbly. Mm -hmm. That spicy stuff, my stomach's not used to that level of spice. No, and by the way, if you like spice, you know, or we go somewhere and somebody make a very, very spicy dish, you know, just, you know, you don't know that I like mild, you know, not spicy, just mild. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, God, my stomach going for it. Yeah. What's going for it? Yeah. Mm, God. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on. Come on with this. I ain't walking around, you know, bubble gut. So, God, sweetie, I'm sorry. You probably like, you know what? That don't reach the limit. <laughs> that is the limit. That's it. Bubble guts? <laughs> nope. Oh, God.
Nah, Father, that's it. <laughs> you heard what she said, Father? She said, Bone guts. That's it. Done. <laughs> that's it, God. See me? God. I noticed, I noticed that you, you could get turned off for the littlest things. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> But you're still in love with me. But you'll be like, uh, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know, I don't care, you know, because it's bubbling. You God, I need help. Oh, God. <laughs> if it wasn't like that, I wouldn't say anything. You understand? God, I need to come to you. <laughs> Tell you what's going on on the inside of me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, sweetie, I need you. I do. How you supposed to help me with this? My God, you will help, right? Oh, God. That's it. <laughs> if I don't see you tuning anymore, you better not do that to me. Now, because I know who you are now. You ain't getting away from me now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm rubbing my stomach now. Mm -hmm. I took a picture. It was it was me, my mom, my nephew, and his dad. He's you know from El Salvador, and I realized my shirt was oh god, what shirt did I wear for to look like that? And I was like, Mom, don't post that. You look great. You look fine. You know, you look very you fine. I was like, nah. If I got tattoos that I can hide, I would I would hide. But if it's like, you know, hot outside and whatever, I mean, it's going to show it's on me. You know, it is what it is. But I don't want to show, you know, on my chest like that. I ain't even like it or comment on nothing on that picture because I told her to put it up. But it's all good. I don't like it, though. I'm glad no one else really looked at it. I don't like that. Mm-mm. That she, you know, insisted on it. Someone's her page, her camera. You know, but mm -mm, I ain't like that. See, I'm saying, talking to you, I'm feeling better. Yeah, the bubble's going away. Oh, God, I don't know if I should eat anything. Oh, God, and I got food on, you know, in the oven. Mm-hmm. I got barbecue ribs, you know. I got a whole chicken that I'm going to really, I'm going to strip, and I'm going to jerk half. My son already likes spice. I'm not going to make it spicy, but just give it the flavor, jerk flavor, more so. Oh, it's going to be so good. My mom was like, you and this jerk. It was like, what, seven, eight years ago. I've been, I've been like in jerk. For, oh, God. I didn't know what it was at first. It was this Caribbean um, stand by my old job, you know, by Union Station, downtown D.C. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I never had this kind of chicken. My mother always made jerk chicken. Jerk. I, got, I mean, she always made curry chicken. I got so sick of eating that. I said, it got to be, so, be more than this, than that. And so they had a stand outside. I was like, oh, my God. And the way they make they, they, uh macaroni and cheese, they got these little balls in it. I, I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like little small balls, and they burst in your mouth. I don't know what they are. They in the greens and the macaroni and cheese. I was like, oh, my God. They burst in my mouth like that. They so good. And the greens were so good. And I was like, I never had this kind of chicken. It's dark. And, you know, I saw that season and stuff. And I said, okay, I'm going to try that. My first time eating jerk chicken, I went downstairs in the food court in Union Station, sweetie. 
I mean, my nose was running so much. I was like steady drinking water as I eat every bite. It was so good, but it was just so hot. I never had that type of spice before. And unless, you know, my head started getting, you know, I head started feeling heavy. I was like, oh, God, you know, it done hit my brain. So I got to, you know, slow down. So I took a break, but I was like, oh, my God, it's so good, though. But I, I would treat myself every other Friday, every payday Friday, and, and get me that jerk chicken and the greens and the macaroni and cheese. And I just always asked them, what is the, you know, ingredients to this chicken? And they wouldn't give it to me because they wanted me to keep coming to them. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's, the more I ate it, the more I got used to it. It's so good. My mother was like, you and that jerk, girl. I, I began to jerk um, all kinds of things. I was jerking eggs, jerking pork chops. Oh, my God. I was jerking everything. I just like that taste. It's so good. My God. And then they had oxtails, too. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to ever eat that. Because I just thought about an ox. I was like, is this really the tail of an ox? It was like, no, it's not. I mean, I, I ain't asked nobody that, but I was thinking then. It was like, no, it's not an oxtail. It's just called that. But I was like, um, that was so good, too. Oh, my God. Eating like that. You grew up eating like that. Oh, God, that feel good. Y'all good. That's why you solid. Y'all eating like that. Bones heavy as a mother. Yeah. Bring them bones over here. I got some for them, mom. I'm trying to be rattling all right. I'm trying to tell you, Ezekiel. I'm trying to tell you. For real, sweetie. But now for real, though. No. I've been on jerk hard ever since. Can you jerk me some stuff? Yes, sweetie. Jerk me some stuff. Just don't make, just get mild. Don't get spiked. No. I don't want to be like that in front of you. You know, burning like that. No. God. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you probably already done left the podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> ah. Sweetie, stay with me. It's Christmas. You know what I'm saying? It's not the Christmas conversation you want to hear. Oh, so it's all good. Buka. When you're Buka, I can tell you anything. Yeah, you Buka. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you about anything. Yeah, the bubble's going away. I'm so glad. Oh, my God. Sweetie, <laughs> hey, I'm trying. Hey, God. Oh, God. But, yeah, I've been liking jerk right since. But when I went to the shoppers, I was, like, trying to find what they, the, you know, what that seasoning stuff was on the jerk. And I, I got the... Marinating sauce, and I was like, This is not it. So I went another time. I said, You know what? God forgive me. I opened it in the store. I put it back because I'm like, If it ain't it, I'm putting it back. I'm not paying for it. Keep wasting money, and it's not it. And it was like a, a jerk seasoning, like a paste. I was like, Oh my God. I licked it and I tasted it. I said, Oh my God, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. I went home and jerked the whole chicken. A whole chicken. Like, Man, I'm trying to tell you. I, was, I used to eat jerk every day, like every day. And I realized, you know, it's not so good to eat that much spice every day. Like that, if your body not used to it, just like for Asians, they known for eating rice every day with everything. They eat, they eat rice with it. And they used to it. They don't get big because they body immune to it. But me, eating rice like that, come on, man. Come on, man. I'd be stomped up for days. But I'm serious, sweet. I was like, oh, God. It's so good. I like jerk so much. Yeah, I just bought me a new, you know, jar. Yeah, I'm about to jerk half of the chicken, get the other half, you know, I'm going to shred it and, you know, I'm having it for my son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you know. I remember reminding myself to make too much because it's just me and my son, and we're making our gingerbread house today. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna watch a Christmas movie. I'll, me and my son movie that we always watch is either The Grinch or either Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister and cousins. No matter how old we get, we always reminisce on back in the day movies like Three Ninjas and Karate Kid, stuff like that. Yeah, we always like to like stuff like that. Home Alone, you know, Beetlejuice, you know, childhood movies. Yeah. And um, 
I love you. My stomach feeling better, sweetie. Thank you, Father, for having me come to him. Oh, he blessed me like that, his presence. Oh, God. Sweetie, your presence is be blessing me. You ain't even over on here yet. No. Because I'm talking to you, the bubble's going away. Oh, thank you, Father. I'm trying to eat. I woke up with my stomach. Going, <laughs> oh, God. Thank God we got two bathrooms in here. Yeah. Mm. And thank God for that. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I thank God that, you know, things are just, you know, things are normal. It happens. It happens. But I, I was in a company with someone. I just feel, just to tell you this, and I was so gassy. Gassy too? <laughs> That's it. Oh, God. He didn't know I'm not like that. Well, listen, I ate something. I don't know what it was. I was gassy. See, just listen. Come on now. It's my present. You know, I'm talking to you. My present. You got a present like that? That's it. Oh, God. You consider that as a present? That's it. No, for real, sweetie. Listen. <laughs> and what happened was, I, I kept holding myself because I didn't want to, you know, relieve myself. You know, I don't care if it was in a room or anywhere, just in the presence of somebody else. And I couldn't make it to go outside, so I, I just kept holding it in. And to the point, I noticed my stomach got very, very, very sore. And it was very painful to the point I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. And I went to the hospital. They was like... You don't you ever do that again. Don't you ever do that again because you could have died. You have all of this inside of you that, that has been inside of you. Why are you not relieving yourself? And I was like, you know, I didn't give no reason, but my reason was I didn't want, you know, the person I was around, I didn't want them to do that around them. Now, <laughs> don't care. Come here, sweetie. That's it. That's, I've been told you that was it, you right. I've been told you that, right? You know it's no more of us, right? You know I ain't coming back to this podcast, right? God. Baby. Yeah. And I said to myself, I would never do that again. I should be so, like, shy. Like, I wouldn't even uh, eat around, you know, people. No. I wouldn't eat around people at all. Mm-mm. Because I didn't want any food fall out my mouth or all that in front of people. Now, man, pass that food over there. Pass it over there. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thank God he helped me with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The doctor told me I could have died. Mm-hmm. Don't do that anymore. And I said, I would never do it again. And I haven't. Mm-mm. Yeah. If I could tell you everything, everything but that, that's it. Okay. Oh I keep coming for you with this, that's it. Yeah. That's how I was, really. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that anymore. Mm-mm. No. And my son is up now. I'm so happy, yeah. He's up smoking his presents and we can do our gingerbread house and watch a good movie together. Yeah, talk about Jesus. Yeah. Mm hmm. I love when, you know, I was a kid who always had a lot of questions because I wanted to know things, you know, and a lot of things that I asked, you know, adults didn't know and they'd be like, you know, just be quiet because they know no answers to them. <laughs> yeah. Because I never forget my grandmother. Sweetheart, I was six years old. I remember a lot at a younger age than, you know, older. But I was six years old. My grandmother was talking about, I heard her and my granddad mentioning in the car about order to see God's presence, you have to exit your body. And I wanted to say something so bad in the back seat on my way to church. It was on the Sabbath. 
And I was like, but I just seen God last night. And I said, if I say that, I'm going to get a beating. I'm going to get a beating. I'm just going to be quiet. But I just seen God last night. I just seen him. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Father, we love you. You know this week, how many people are starting to love and, you know, show their, you know, their love towards God due, due to their personal relationship. People coming more out with it, talking to God, having fun with God, playing with God in the open. I love that. Yeah. I got to, you know, I'm a crier. I know. I just cry, but I won't let everybody see me most of the time. I, you know, step off or something like that. But to see somebody, you know, like really open about you know, Jesus, you know, Christ. I love that. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Come on, DJ. Give it that. Uh-uh. Feliz Navidad. Do a dance. Let me see. Go ahead. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Go ahead. Let me see. Go ahead. Feliz Navidad. Let me see how you dance. Feliz Navidad. Uh, okay. That's your dance. All right. Yeah. High five, man. <laughs> God. Love you. Like you. No, leave that there. Everything stays there. I got it. Okay. Enjoy your breakfast. I, I got um lunch and dinner on. I'm going to put it on the table. We just eat, you know, whatever you want to eat. Just go grab it throughout the day, okay? Okay. Right now, just go ahead and fix you um, your cereal and your fruit. Okay. Okay? You can have grapes, don't? You know, you don't have to eat apples and oranges all the time. Get some grapes. Sure. I love you. Thank you. Feliz Navidad. Hey, hey, hey. Feliz. I'm hyped now. I'm getting hyped. Yeah, the bubble's gone away. Thank God. Give me some mess like that. Hot stuff like that. Yes. I'm not going to the bathroom no more today. No. Stuffy, no, I'm not going through that. No. It took a long time to go away. No, I'm not doing that. Don't give me nothing spicy like that, sweetie. No, I'm not eating it. Mm-mm. I ain't going to be like that with you. No. Gassy with you. No. Mm-mm. Oh, you probably like, oh, all right, know that. <laughs> I'm not going to come back to this. But after this last episode, I ain't coming back. Oh, God, Didi. What do you mean, Feliz Navidad? We've been saying that all last night. You know, I told you my nephew's father is from El Salvador. So, man, when I go to that part of Virginia, they assume I'm Spanish. They start speaking. Now, I speak it, but I'm not fluent like that. They begin to create conversations. And then they hear me talk. You know, it don't matter what language you can interpret it. But, you know, if you don't sound like them, they know you know just know the language. But you're not, you know. Don't have the same nationality as them. And I let them know all the time, que? <laughs> no comprendo. No, no comprende, no comprendo. No. Habla espanol. Only habla inglés. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you. People always ask me that all the time. Are you Spanish? Are you Spanish? They always call me Rosie Perez. Nope. I'll have no relations to Rosie Perez. Not at all. Mm-mm. Then I used to wear the cornrows when I was in junior high school. They used to call me Eve. I'm like, oh, God. Really, though? They want to know who's that girl. <laughs> la, 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 la. That was my theme song. I walked down the street. I hear that song in my head. <laughs> Walking down the street. You can't tell me nothing, sweet. Mm-mm. I was never conceited or nothing like that. No. Mm-mm. It's just that I was told my whole life how beautiful I am. It never went to my head. Because they right, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I am. Oh, you act like that too? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I know you've been hearing it too. 
Yeah, I know you hear how you know handsome you are. Yeah. You are very handsome. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love you. I was a little down. I was like, God, it's Christmas. Come on now. Why ain't with him? Come on now. I understand, God. I understand. I can't get that type of present now. You know, I ain't, God ain't gonna put, you know, have me, you know, in no place where my feet be moved, you know, because I be, that's how I am with you. Yeah, I could be around you, but you know what I'm saying? Mm, Jesus. Oh, let me get you a dream. I had a dream last night, you know, night before last. And your mother was in this van or SUV, whatever. It was really hot outside. And she, it was her and his man, but she was driving. Her and his man dropped me and you off at the airport. And we were going to, you know, your hometown. And they were here. Excuse me. They were here. And I was like, how y'all here? I ain't say it, but I was thinking, how y'all here? Are we going there? Why are we going there if y'all here? And you just had in your heart, you just like, I want to go home, you know, for some time, you know, a couple of weeks since then I missed my home, you know. And we went to your home, and all of a sudden your mother kept saying, make sure y'all come back. Like, we coming back, we coming back. Because you was looking like, I'm ready to go home, I ain't been home in a minute, you know. And they were here, I, I just didn't get that. And let's so see, you know, the airport we wind up in is the airport where you're from. And they don't play when it comes to the security part, that airport. I was like, wow, we had to go through a lot through the checkpoints. And I was like, wow, but you're used to it because you, you know, go back and forth, you know the procedure. Then I had another dream. We were at your friend's house and I've been to her house once that time when I came there and you were told that I was there. But this time in the dream, the house is different. It's not the same. It don't look the same or anything. So they must don't live in that same house. They must live in a different house because it looks totally different inside of when I've been in there. And we were all at the table. I was invited. You already there. So I got there. We was, you know, playing games and having fun. They were cooking for us. And, and me and you at the table, we kept locking eyes. And I'm going to tell you something. They kept their eyes on us. They would not take their eyes off us. They kept looking at us. And they was, you know, making sure, you know, because they was like, you know, we know how they feel about each other. We got to make sure, you know, we keep their feet from being moved. Make sure they don't do nothing, you know. And it's, they're not looking at it like, you know, we would do anything like flowers and fornication, you know, because the thing is, they know that it's the love that we have. It's like, you know, it it causes us not to be able to con control it, you know, it just take over us. And we don't, we have self-control, but when that love take over, it's like we do things that we normally don't do, like me sitting behind the seat, looking in between the seats, and you walking off, looking at me from, you know, old quiet off, you know, things like that, and other things that you do, stop and just stir and get stuck, and I do the same thing, and walking off, things like that, it take over. And they know that due to witnessing the things that, you know, you and I have done, and they just kept looking at us, they gave us space, like, you know, when they get up and, you know, check on the food, and their children to walk off, you know, and things like that. But the children were not aware because they're children and they're very respectful kids. Oh, my God. i never been around them that much, in, you know, other than the church back in the day. But they're, you know, older now. And these kids are very respectful, you know. They, oh, my God. They got some amazing kids. Oh my God. They should have some more. They had no more. But, uh, <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, um, I was like, you know, looking at you, you kept looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden, they, gave, they they felt comfortable to give us more space. Because they, they didn't want to make us feel like, you know, uncomfortable. They all on our backs like that. And so they started disappearing a little bit, going to, you know, living room and things like that. 
The family, the whole family was there. The mama, everything was, everybody was there. And next thing you know, you looked at me and said, come here. And I looked at you. I looked around like nobody right here. I was like, oh, my God, what are you saying? You was like, come here. So you must have been there a lot of times because, or more than once, because you knew exactly where to go. And you, we went somewhere. I don't know if it was downstairs or in a hallway. We was in a hall near a room. And we stood by the door in the room. And you started kissing on me and fitting on me. And I was like, oh, my God, is he doing this? And I was letting you do it. Yeah, and it felt so good to have your hands. And you wasn't all rough with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, get over here. Get over here now. You wasn't like that. You was, like, you know, gentle with it. But you was letting me know you were aggressive but still gentle at the same time. And I was kissing you back. I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. Oh, my God. And you were rubbing on me and your hands started going further down. I said, oh, my God, you about to touch that? Oh, God. And then so, you know, they was like, where, they, where are they? Where they, where they, they in there? No. Where they at? Go get them. Go get them. And they came and got us. Mm-hmm. They came and got us. They was like, no, y'all got to wait. Y'all got to wait. Y'all got to wait. Y'all got to wait. And it's like something came over you, like your the love, the love came over you. You didn't even care. No, you couldn't take it anymore. Mm-mm. As soon as they, you know, they they got both of us, and you know, we sat back down at the table, and they was like, you know, they began to talk to us very, you know, respectfully and very, you know, honestly, very open, you know, sincere. Like I know how y'all feel, but y'all gotta wait. Y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do that. And I thank God that he used them to keep our feet from being moved because if they didn't come down there, I don't tell them what you would have did because you was reaching down. Yep, and I was letting you too. I was over my legs. Wow. I was like, go ahead. Okay. God, you can't do that. And God let me know that, you know, you're the one who initiated it. I didn't do it. I'm thinking that all this time I'm going to be the one to make moves. I'm not trusting myself and all these things. Like, help, help me out. Don't be so hard on me with this and be easy on me because of this and that and that. No. It was you. It was you. Yeah. And God said, just because you don't hear his end doesn't mean that he don't feel the same way you do. He's just hearing your end. And God put a bug in my ear. He, like, he don't like metaphors like that because he didn't put no bug in my ear. But God, you know, he said to me, you know, very gently in my ear, he was like, you know, you help him feel so much, you know, so much more comfortable to hear your end because he feels the exact same way. But you just can't hear his end. But he feels the same way. And you got to realize he's been feeling this way for a very long time. And sometimes he's just like, you know, let this be over with. You know, let me just have my wife, you know, to be and just, you know, go on without life. You know, there's so much in between all of this. Just give me my wife. And sometimes God say your heart makes that sound to him. Just give me my wife. Just let this be over with already. Just give me my wife. Let's, let's just go on without life. Let's just give me my wife. Because there's so much people trying to stop it and everything. You know? I noticed that. And I'm going to just share with you. The sister house I was going over, I didn't know all that time. It was a motive. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be real. Ray Loving loved me so much. She always took to me. I never was a person to, to link up in a group. I was never like that. But they kept trying to pull me to come with them. You know, back in the day, and I was like, no. It was like, you bold. You doing this for the kingdom. Come on, come be with us. I would fellowship. But I will always be back to myself because God would have me by myself. He didn't want me like that. And that's why I felt so uncomfortable because we were all, you know, close friends, but not hanging out all the time. We would message all the time. We love each other, hug each other and all of that. Then all of a sudden, when you found out that this man in love with me, then all of that stopped. 
And I was like, you know, how can y'all even feel that way all of a sudden? Like, without nobody even going to God regarding anything. Because if anybody went to God, you would have known that's, you know, this not, why are we feeling like this? Why are we doing this? You understand? But no one, still not going to God, but now God is going to them regarding it. And I was like, you know, the treatment, it wasn't fair. Because anybody could clap back. Q's not going to clap back. But Holy Spirit, when he wants to use me to speak up and address every enemy, he will have me to do so. And it's not to cut. I don't have no sense to cut anybody. I have a sword aiming for the, the, you know, the demonic forces. Evil principalities. Not my neighbor, not my brother. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So we were all friends since I've been there. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't appreciate that. You know, you made me feel like I'm in the way. And I'm like, I just came here for God to have his way. Don't do that. That's like you pretty much saying you wish I never came back. And I was like, dang, you really wish I was still out there? Dang, yo, because you're that selfish? Not even knowing? It's like you got that desperate. Because this not, he's not even for you. Not even your type. But you looked at the next best thing in the house just because you felt like your time was running out. We talked. I even told you. And the thing about it is, they always come to me. Q, do God say anything about us and the husband? And the thing about it is, God would be like, shh, don't say nothing. Let them keep talking and they're answering their own questions. And I was like, you have a list? You, you, want, you pretty much want a God. You want somebody to, no, matter of fact, you want to be worshipped. That's what you want. You want a man to do what? Oh, God, well, good luck with that. Because you're not going to find that, but God had me to say that. I was like, you want a man to do what? You want a man that got to have what? To do what? Do all of that because it's all about you. And I didn't say anything. God just said, just listen to him. And I began to listen. And, did I, and God gave me a vision and a dream about this, you know, my sister in Christ who have eyes, you know, who had eyes for you. Let me speak that into a sister who had. And God told me who her husband is. And that was over seven years ago. And I told her. And she was like, you know, I said, I don't know what this is, but I mean, I said, no, I didn't say that because I know exactly what it was. I said, God gave me this dream. You asked me, and weeks later, this is what God showed me. This is who he had for you. And it was so amazing because the guy, right after I gave her that, the guy at the time that was there in the congregation was with her dad. And now, you know, her dad was hugging him like, you know, embracing him as a son. And I was like, oh, it's about to happen for her. It's about to happen for her. And it didn't happen because she didn't embrace it because she's five years younger. I mean, five years older than him. And so she looked at it like, nah, he's too young the whole time. That's the man who God has for you. That's him. God wouldn't give me anything just because. And I told everybody, you know, who have all her friends who wanted to hear. They was like, for real? Look, I'm not here to keep saying it. I already told you what it is. You asked me. I went to God. He gave me an answer. That's who your husband is. And now that he went, he's in another congregation, but he's still humble under the covering. But make a long story short, until you go to God regarding who he has for you and not who you think you want for you, then you will see the truth. And then how long that take, how long that's going to take. And I just thank God. I was like, you know, the whole time I was there, I was pretty much like being told I, I don't have anything. And they kept comparing. I'm like, and this is how it all started by me making a vision board. And I was, because they wanted to know what my plans were, what my life is like, what, what, what I'm going to do. What, pretty much knowing how, they pretty much trying to get out how much do me and you talk. So if I talk to you about our, our vision and our, you know, our future, then that's going to be documented on that board. 
And God said to me, don't put nothing. If you want to put anything on the board, just put, you know, things that you see as in prophecy regarding your future. Like I saw a pair of shoes, okay, you know, walking with the feet shot of the preparation of the gospel of peace. And um, stepping into new realms. That's what I had, a pair of shoes. And I seen a clock, and, and I put it on there, and I put now is the time. Things like that. It wasn't nothing like no marriage, no children, no company, no whatever that people may want to have in the future. God was like, don't even get into that. And they kept really asking me, what are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? And I said, God, it really bothered me, sweetie. Because I was like, Father, man, you don't talk like that. We don't. I don't live like that. I live my whole life been how God tell me step by step, and that's what I do. But he'll give me prophecies, but fathers in me moving and knowing is step by step. And God said, well, you tell them exactly like that. You tell them your short-term goals is listening to the, listen to the voice of God and following after God. And that opens the doors for your long-term goals. Tell them just like that. And I went there and I said that. And she was like, oh, wow. Okay. You don't have nothing in detail. Like I said, my short-term goals are following after God, following after Christ's instructions. And that opens up the doors for the long-term goals. So it's all of him and none of me. So I don't have nothing to give you. It's not of my own. And she was like, wow, you're way up here. And you have realized many people are down here when it comes to God and you. You're gifted. And think about it is when me and her used to fellowship and soak together in their home, she always, you know, exalted God in me, always loved me, always spoke highly of me in my face. But then behind my back, you would, you know, you entertain your friends and how they feel. And God was like, no, she's playing two sides. Move away from that. Because right now you're being a secret friend. And God said, I'm no secret lover. If you're going to love, you're going to love openly. And I started realizing, I was like, wow, she's asking me things and I comment on her page. She don't comment back. Everybody else, she comes, she don't comment back. And I was like, okay, well, I ain't think nothing of it, but it is what it is. And the whole time, it's because you didn't want your friends to know. They want you to be mad at me because they're mad. And why are they mad again? Why are they mad again? And God put a lot of money in my hand in the beginning of this year. Sold a lot of seed out here. Investing in people who's connected to my life and my purpose. And there's more to come. I was sowing. So I, was, I sold into all of them and God told me to. Not even aware of what's happening behind the scene. And I was like, what? Wow. And now that my natural mom is hanging out with my spiritual mom now. She'd go over her house periodically and come to find out my aunt is with my spiritual mother every day. Every day, day together, every day. And they didn't know that that was my aunt because they was talking about me and talking about you and me while she was there. And they didn't know. They made it seem like we were having an affair. And she approached me and I corrected that. And make a long story short, she heard from God because she, she does merge counseling too. So she went to God, my aunt, and, and you know, about you. Is this, is what my niece singing? 
and, got, and when the woman's conference came, she was like, oh, I don't see, I don't see such and such up here, man, standing. I was like, oh, so she mentioned his name. Oh, she got her confirmation. Oh, God. And you have a call coming in. And she got her confirmation. And I was like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and I didn't know that this person kept trying to be nosy on purpose. This sister had me thinking of coming to her house. I'm like, sure, I come and soak. You know, I need to soak with some sisters, you know. And God was sharing with me that you were excited at first to know that because she had you, she, she told you that I was there. You know, not every time, but you were excited. Oh, good. Now, you know, she was some sisters that's powerful, you know, who helped me and did could help her. And whole time wasn't even nothing like that. I felt different every time I left. I was like, I don't feel like I should be here, God. I feel like I'm being questioned. I feel like I'm being belittled. I feel like I'm being, I'm being told that I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. And I didn't, and I used to go home like really heavy hearted about it because here I am in the middle of a divorce. You're my sister. I always been just me and God, but now I'm, you know, I'm fellowshipping. I need you. I made some bad decisions and God turned it around for me. I need you to impart in me. The whole time God had me very vulnerable at the, at the most vulnerable estate and had me to still, you know, mentor you, release unto you. That means that when I am weak, his strip is made perfect. Blessing you the entire time. Blessed to be a blessing the entire time at my most vulnerable estate. Hallelujah. And then I got FaceTime. Aren't you getting a divorce? So why are you, why are you even considering to be with this person? Why is he even considering to be with you? Aren't you in the middle of a divorce? Wait a second. Wait a second. That's none of your business. I don't care if I got a divorce and murder this man the next day. It's none of your business. But God didn't have me to say that. But it was all on my face. And that was the last time I ever FaceTimed that person. That person ever FaceTimed me. And I even, matter of fact, the last time I ever accepted the FaceTime request. Whatever you call it. Nah, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. You're not, you're not going to think you could tear me down or have me to walk away and give me no silent threats. We got our friend back. Guess what? God got mine. And God is before me. And if he be before me, who could be against me? Sit down. Sit down. And guess what God did? He sat them down. They could be talking, but it won't be in front of me. It won't be around me. It won't be towards me. And I thank God for that. Because he prepared a table, you know, before us in the presence of our enemy. And it's not them as an enemy. It's Satan. But I said all that to say I love you. I thank God for you. And, you know, still getting messages, you know, come hang out. Come go to this place. That's dead. That's not happening. No. No. Looking at my stories. No. To see who I'm talking about. And guess what, sweetie? I had no idea where you were during the time before God told me. That was like three weeks before I found out where you were. In, you know, in a Virginia location. For that, you know, short period of time. For this short period of time. And... The things I was saying on my story, they probably thought that I knew. Or you were telling me things. Whole time didn't know. 
It was just Holy Spirit had me to say things. You know? And they thought that. And Holy Spirit had me to know. They thought that. They thought that. But I thank God we don't entertain any of that. You know? And God gave me a dream last night. You know? He's doing the talking. You know, he's doing the talking. He's addressing the situation. Because it's his plan. Regarding every one of us. How he planned a life for every single one of us with him. Hallelujah. I just thank God that I stood. I was very vulnerable. I was about to be like, you know what, Father, forget this. I don't want to, you know, come here and cause no trouble. I don't want to. Don't cry. I didn't want to cause no trouble. And God was like, you stand where you are. I hated it. I hated going through that. I used to hate going to church to witness that. Every time I hated it. I was like, why do you even say anything? And then I shared that with my mom. Because I had no choice because my aunt said something to my mom. My mom said something to me. What's up with your name being mentioned about that? My mom know that I wouldn't do that. My aunt, you know, she know, but she's hearing. And she's like, why are they saying that? I'm going to make sure this is not true. Put a stop to it now. And my spiritual mom been reaching out to me. And, you know, it's, it's necessary steps that, you know, you go through to, you know, to do certain things, to, you know, in ministry with our spiritual mother, you know, like I can't just go. I mean, we can. That's our mom. But if you just want to have a request made known or God says something, you don't just, you know, you got to go through necessary steps. And so do she. She go through necessary steps, too, to those who under her, to under her, to under her and make a request made known. And then you go. But she's been reaching out. And it been told to her that, you know, give it some time or. Not yet. Or how about we do it this way? And she trusts them because they're under her. And she trusted the whole time. She had no idea why they were saying it. Because they didn't want God to be exalted through me. I posed a minister and service more than four times. And that was their request. But it kept being told to whoever's in charge of that department we're going to give somebody else a chance. And it, 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 it's going to be her, but we're going to give it. And I'm going to tell you, don't think for a second our spiritual mom don't know. Because she's our mother. But the thing about it is, God don't expose anybody. We expose ourselves. And I'm telling you real talk. Even our spiritual dad wanted me to give a word. Because at one point, our sister, you know, who felt that way about you, who, let me say, felt that way about you, always, you know, praised me in such a sense, like exalting God through me and go to her parents about it all the time. Look at this. Look at this video. Look at this. On her, look at her on the train. Look at her. She just, you know, made the Washington Post. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at her. 
And she's not even asking, can she do this? Or asking for prayer and an altar to do this because she knows that, you know, she's not trying to be seen and hurt. She's just doing it. She's bold like that. She always highly talked, of, talked about me. And our dad was like, well, let, let her give a word. Let her give a word. And it was always like that. But the person that was under, you know, would say, no, we're going to find somebody else. And I feel as though that we, we shouldn't do things like that. You know? And I was like, I fall back. I don't, listen, it don't matter who the word come from, long as the word be released. That's how I feel. Long as it be released. And God sees everything. You know? I'm not there to be seen and hurt. You know that. Most of the things I do, I don't even talk about. You know that, sweetheart. But I hate to see a sister that's so beautiful inside out, so full of life, love God, and have no idea that you're in the wrong direction right now. Because you didn't go to God regarding that direction. You're panicking. You're scared of the time. You think your time running out. All it takes is you to humble yourself, yield, and go to God regarding it. Are there any changes I need to make? Am I thinking the wrong thoughts? Am I saying the wrong things? And then you have friends backing you up as friends, but not really being friends because friends are Christ-like. And I'm not afraid. Nowhere near. And that goes for every demon, to every vessel who wants to be used by him. It builded me up to be stronger, sweetie. No, I ain't going nowhere. No. At first I was. I was like, I ain't got time for this. Nah, nowhere. Going nowhere. Stop playing. Stop playing. But I just thank God that, you know, him blessing us. We're not called to be in Virginia. We're not planted to be in Virginia. We're planted to be in Suitland. So continue to see it through. That's exactly what is going to happen. And how it's going down. And continue to love. Don't ever be angry. Because we all love one another. Regardless of what. You understand? I love you. Merry Christmas. This conversation went a whole other direction than I planned. I plan on laughing with you and, you know, <laughs> you know, I love you. Yeah. Merry Christmas, my love. Merry Christmas, Buka. Mm -hmm. I love you. Greater is he than us than he was in the world. I love you, Buka. <laughs>